Looking for even more inspiration? Hell yeah, you are. Sign up for the Radically Selfish weekly Sunday newsletter. Go to Instagram, follow Radically Selfish, and click the link in bio for even more inspiration that you can't miss. Sugar? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Michelle Kanan, and you're listening to the Radically Selfish podcast. Radically Selfish is a movement. It's a personal revolution. And so I'm talking to women that have personally revolutionized their own lives and taken back the definition for what it means to be happy, healthy, and to do things their own way. Fuck what society tells you to do. You get to live the life that you want. Today, I'm talking to my beautiful friends, Mimi and Mushki of Mimu Maxi. They're Orthodox Jewish sisters-in-law who have expanded the world of modest fashion from their Crown Heights neighborhood to a global community that breaks boundaries across religions and cultures. Their Instagram is uniting the divide, y'all. <laughs> They're an inspiring duo who counts God as their third business partner. I mean, how freaking cool is that? We got into sisterhood, motherhood, entrepreneurship, religion, spirituality, success, and faith. What didn't we talk about? Listen in and be blown away by what's possible when you follow what you know feels right for you, for your business, and your friendship. Enjoy. Hey, this is Michelle Kanan, and we are here with the newest episode of the Radically Selfish podcast. I am here with me and Moo of <laughs> <laughs> Moo <great>. Maxi, <laughs> uh, two amazing women that I got to know in person and also through their Instagram even more. I feel like I know you guys a lot deeper because of what you're posting online too. And I'm really excited to have these busy ladies here today because they're not only running a kick-ass business, but they also have a growing family and a really beautiful partnership together uh, it's really beautiful to see what you guys are creating so thanks for joining us on the podcast today so one of the reasons that I wanted to have you here for I mean there's many reasons is I just feel like you guys are an amazing example of women that have come together to build a dream you know that you guys had a dream and something that you really desired for yourselves and also then for your community and I've watched you grow online, start a brand, start this incredible clothing company that has become so much more than a clothing company, like really has a mission, has brought communities together, has inspired incredible dialogue, has taught so many people about your culture and your traditions too. How did this all happen? Is it really all happened because of skirt leggings? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Yeah, it all really started because we're just, I mean, we're sister-in-laws, so we were spending a lot of time together. Each of us had one, well, Mimi had two boys, and I had one, my oldest, and we were just spending a lot of time together and wanting to just kind of do something with our time, start something, maybe do something that could even make money, that would be great, you know? And we just started really, really small. We're like, let's just try, let's make a skirt. We made like a maxi skirt because that summer, six years ago, maxi skirts were really in, but it was hard to find the right ones we wanted that were like affordable and the way we wanted them. So we're like, let's just make one skirt, see if anyone buys them and like take it from there. So like we started, a, we came up with a name, we put our two names together and maxi for maxi skirts, which Mimi will one day get over. <laughs> I, would, I want to change our name. It's a sore subject. But, um, but and then we just kind of, jumped into it, made a Facebook page, made like a big cartel website to start selling online and we were selling from our homes and we like went to the garment district with our kids, found some fabric, 
found a guy who's like a pattern maker <laughs> and like made like, I don't know, 20, 30 skirts in two colors and, and then sold them. And then people bought them. So we kind of went back to make more. And if you would have told us then what we would have now, including our new space and everything, it would have seemed so overwhelming, at least to me. I would have been like, how am I going to get there from here? Especially while, you know, being married and having kids and running a home. And like, it just seems like too much to take on. But what happened with us is just we slowly grew as, you know, the tide took us. And, you know, and just naturally started adding pieces to our collection, started hiring when we couldn't handle it ourselves anymore, and then hiring more when we couldn't handle it. And then we needed to move out of our apartment to our first office and then to our second office. Day by day. (laughs) And yeah, and then here we are now, just like expanding at a rapid pace. That's just kind of surreal. Yeah. How did you guys get there though? I mean, so many people have a dream and or an idea and then they're just like, yeah, but somebody else has done that already or like, yeah, but I don't even know how to do that. So I'm not even going to get into it. Like what was the thing that pushed you over the edge? And we're like, no, I'm physically, we're taking our children. We're going to like cut patterns. We're going to like get into this industry that, why do you think made you take that leap? Wow. I think we thought it was a lot easier than it is, first yeah. of all. <laughs> and it's really supportive husbands. Yeah. And I think when you have a partner, it just like everything just seems easier. You're two people working together. It's not like I'm going on my own. Like, Worst we're just case, we have fun together yeah. in the city. You know what I mean? Like there's no real loss of... Yeah, well, let me take this. Yeah. No. <laughs> take it away, Mush. With that question, I literally feel like we could write a whole book on because it's a combination of so many essential things. Our partnership and friendship, being poor, right? Motivation to make money, support of our husbands, our spiritual, you know, drive and, you know, the whole modesty aspect of our clothing, feeling like we were, there was a need that we wanted to fill. I think there's a lot of luck. The timing was right. It was really like, it's now very easy to be like, oh yeah, modest fashion and boho and oversized, like is really in. But the reason why we started is we weren't finding it. So there was definitely an element of like just the timing fashion wise was right. And we always tell people that one thing that I really give ourselves credit for is that we didn't hem and haw and like Mushki said, try to map it out. What's the vision? Why are we doing this? We literally like the idea came up. It was one Shabbat on the Sabbath afternoon. We were sitting around with our husbands. It was at Mushki's house. The idea came up and we didn't like overthink it. We were like, wow, there is a need for this. That week we were in the city. We didn't like get caught up in any logistics. Oh, is this a business? Is it not a business? Who's going to buy it? Where are we going to sell from? Like we just went to the city. We're like, let's come up with a product first based on what we agree is needed and what we want in our wardrobes. And I think that like our greatest advice for people is like, just start. Don't plan. Don't make meetings. Don't overthink it. Don't get lost in the vision. Just like you have an idea and you kind of have an inkling. It's a good idea. Just start. Jump into it take the first steps. And like Mushki said, everything from there was just step-by-step building on top of the previous day, you know, and taking it step-by-step. And we really, really believe like that and like the power of like God and it's meant to be. So like we don't overthink things or stress about things that don't work out. We're like, it's just meant to be. Like we're just believe that like, if something is meant to work out in a certain way, it'll kind of come to us and it'll kind of, we will be guided to it. And it's not something, we don't believe that you have to, obviously you have to work hard, but not, you shouldn't have to fight so hard to try and make something work. And that's something that works in our partnership. If it's a fight and it's something that just really seems like you're struggling with and like so much conversation, so many conversations about it and everything, it's like, oh, okay, let's just put this on hold. And it's obviously like, if it's not flowing and if there's not like a real kind of smooth process, then we kind of like, put it aside and pursue the things that are 
building on the success and the movement and the energy of what's happening. That's really interesting that you bring that up. It's something that I've been thinking a lot about lately is ease. And I feel like I was raised a lot, especially like my parents are immigrants and they came here to like work hard and build a dream that the way that I was raised was with that to be successful, you have to struggle. Mm -hmm. Like there always has to be that narrative or that struggle. And that was a subconscious expectation that I realized was playing yeah. out a lot in my life. It's, so it's really cool to hear you say that because as I've been looking more into and asking myself, well, how can I make this easier? How can I make this feel better? How can I make this more enjoyable than naturally mine my ideas or I start to like see the opportunities or the pathways that make it be so? Yeah. Is that, would you say that's like part of your faith or your culture? I'd say it's happening. a lot of person. It's a lot of faith and a lot of personality with which Mushki and I like work really well to we're really in sync in that way. But it's really interesting what you're saying because you look around, even like you look on Instagram, right? Like anywhere where there's like a lot of cultural like messages coming at you one place, like everything's about like work hard, play hard. And like, you know, nothing comes without a fight. And like, no, like our perspective and it's worked for us and hopefully will continue to work for us is that like, you know, it doesn't have to be so hard. And if you just trust in like what's it, we view God as like our third partner, you know what I mean? And like, if you trust in the, if you're open to hearing the messages, you'll kind of know where to go and it won't be so much of a struggle. Like we work our asses off, but looking back, if we look back, like Mishki said, like to the six years from making that decision to start a business, technically this happened with a lot of fun and ease and just following the signs and like, you know, building things up slowly. And like, yeah, I think that's like a great message for anybody starting a business. Like you see everybody like hustling and putting their hustle out there so yeah. much and not really sending the message that there is a way to focus on your talents, focus on strengths, focus on the signs and follow that path and enjoy what you're doing. It doesn't have to be so backbreaking emotionally. There's a difference also between like working hard, putting in the hours, putting in the effort, balancing life and kids, which is very hard, working late nights, which we've done often, and working with a struggle, which is trying to do something that's not working. Like for us, it might be the, you have to work, obviously. I mean, as you grow, we learn how to which areas require our skills and that type of work and which ones we should just hire someone to do. But it's just the idea that like, it's not, we're not trying and we're not stressing and trying to make things move faster than they should be or trying to push something, you know, stronger than like nature is taking right. it, you know? Yeah. And therefore the work is, you're putting in the hours. Like we didn't build this by sitting at yeah. home. <laughs> we didn't build this by not bringing our babies with us to the city, you know, like it's a lot, a lot of hard work, but not stressful work, not agony yeah. or painful work yeah. of just like struggling. We would have stopped ages ago if it was that kind of agonizing struggle, you know? I definitely think also partnership comes into that, you know, like working with somebody that you enjoy time with. Like even if something, everything goes wrong that day, you have someone to laugh about with it and somebody you'd be like, wow, we went through this together. You know, it's like, we joke about it like that it's a marriage. It really, really is, you know? <laughs> so I think that's a big component of like enjoying the journey and making it work for you. Well, I never heard of all the conversations I've had for this podcast and really in general, I never heard anyone say, oh, God is our third business partner. <laughs> I know that you have such a thriving community, but maybe some of our listeners don't know about like your faith or the community that you come from. Could you speak a little bit more to that and how one might make God their business partner too? Because that's a pretty powerful force to have on your, on yeah, your team. Well, I think if, if you're not saying God, I mean, everybody, I mean, there are atheists who could even identify with the sentiment, right? That it's this third entity, whether it's, you know, the universe, the universe, something cosmic that's driving you that you're kind of have to tap into to carry you. And it's not just on you, you know, 
But we obviously, we do believe, I mean, we're Orthodox Jewish women and we do believe in God and strongly believe in, you know, what I was saying before about the idea that things are meant to be and that even there's a concept, you know, in our religion, but there's a concept that, you know, I even recently read how like, there's kind of like a certain amount of money that you're meant to make and people could tap into different levels of that, right? It's not like everything's set in stone, but in a way that could be like, scary and like oh my god like you know everything's set out for me but in a way it's like also relaxing because you're like everything is kind of meant to be and whatever you're supposed to make you can work really really hard for your entire life and like lose everything or you can work really really hard and win everything so it's kind of like if you kind of let go a little bit of the idea that you actually can't control everything and that there's a god i mean if you believe in that which we do there's a god that is actually controlling things not in a scary type of way that you don't have control over your day-to-day life but in a bigger kind of way where like almost like a parent figure where you can relax like someone else has got my back even if I'm not on top of it every second you know and we grew up with that kind of faith and kind of relaxing and in my home like it was something that was very strong my mother was able to like turn to that be like it's all gonna work out like it's meant to be and you do often see and I'm sure you see this too how like something that looked like a struggle ended up being a really beautiful thing and that's basically life and that's basically God, where you're like, God knows that like, mm-hmm. this is what you're going through and he knows why it's good. You don't know why it's good. Yeah. Sometimes in life, you get to know why it's good later on and sometimes right. you don't. But it's always good. That's also something yeah. we believe. It's always good. Yeah. Meaning it's At the very good. least, it's even a perspective that has guided us even practically with like our designs. People don't really know this, but there's even a few designs that we've created where something went ridiculously wrong and disastrous and we've used it to create something that's become like a top seller in our collection and it's the kind of thing that yeah we believe in we actually do believe in a god not as just like a universal cosmic thing but like we believe in god and we put our faith in that like mushki said but even just like a trusting perspective it just like it only benefits you to have to view things that way you know when it comes to big decisions or things going wrong and it's like a blessing to yeah have that that's really cool i mean for me i feel like i had to learn that it's really cool that you get to that you were raised that that was like a principle. Yeah. I mean, it's still, life. it's not, we're like, we're not like masters at it. We're like, we're not like these pious and we get stressed and we get questioning and you know, but like even like something as like competition, right? Like we don't even believe in competition because it's like, no, our own, our competition is ourselves. You know what I mean? Like if something happens, somebody copies something we do or somebody's like on our toes, you know, it's like just this greater perspective of like, we're doing what we need to do. We believe in what we're doing. What we're doing is good. It's, it's going to be successful and just trek on, you know? It sounds so spiritual. <laughs> I know. See, well, it's the setting here. It's just so like. <laughs> I was listening to a talk this week because once I get an enraptured by an idea it's that same thing of like finding threads or finding like other things to support it and help you ride the momentum of that so i've been watching like different videos and different talks about it and what this guy was saying in his talk was i don't even pay attention to competition because i'm a creator i'm not a competitor Mm -hmm. and that concept really stood out for me like i really embrace that for myself that it's not about you know leaking your energy and looking at like what everybody else is doing out there how do you stay focused on like your mission and your vision and what's important to you and what's important to your community and like and bring the energy and like reinvest back in yourself right. in and that I, way. I think it also points to what Mushki said before. It's like the trust aspect. Like, do you believe that there's enough to go around? You know, like, do you actually believe there's a limited, there's limited resources and limited amount of money to make and limit and, and it's all of us just fighting and grabbing? Or do you believe in like that there's limitless goodness to tap into and you could be successful and I could be successful and you know, it's all good. <laughs> so do you think that has anything to do with like something that I've really 
admired and I just love about your Instagram is just how many different cultures are in there, like people from all over, like coming together, like through fashion, but having so many different experiences and the dialogue that's come up. Like, do you think that point of view or that kind of energy is why your brand has become such a unifier? I think we've been really lucky. I mean, it definitely reflects our own personal ideals, as you know, like, you know, Mushkin Saja personally and everything, like just love people, all kinds of people, accepting, love connecting with people, Jewish, not Jewish, wherever you're from, like we want to hear your story, you know, so it definitely reflects like who we are. But we were definitely lucky that in the very beginning, people kind of caught on to us, not just in the Jewish community, which very much started us off, right? We were like, we were selling just our immediate community in Crown Heights so quickly. And then it kind of spread out from there. But there was some very early on, there were some Muslim and Christian customers that just really took to our designs and they were like so excited about it. And then, you know, today's social media and everything and word of mouth. And it's something that has kind of been intrinsic. It's like in the roots of our business now, you know, we were also very lucky to have some really cool features like in the press and stuff. And just, it's definitely was something we're very proud of that it's not just like, oh, we started this for ourselves and like for the Jewish community and like it really spread beyond that. And the more and more we build our business and the more customers we reach from everywhere in all walks of life, it's definitely something that's become a big part of our business because it's you know like you see on Instagram and everything it's a conversation we're having with women everywhere it's Mm -hmm. like about connecting it's we don't really we're not here to tell you how to dress how not to dress and it's about the person wearing the clothing you know it's about the energy and the spirituality and the the beauty in the person who's wearing our designs and what's so cool about our designs is that they're so versatile right like they don't tell you how to dress you take it and you make it yours and I think that draws in people from all different types of you know backgrounds and even just fashion styles so it's definitely something that we didn't like try and curate and it just kind of happened organically and but it's something we're very proud of and I hope it just continues to you know it makes our day when we get like an email or message on Instagram from somebody who's like you know lives either in like a Middle Eastern country even just like the Bible Belt you know it's like you know just I'm not Jewish but I shop with you and like or even people who say I'm not Jewish like just the other day you know I'm atheist I have no reason to want to you know wear this modest clothing but I love the style I love what you guys are about you know people are increasingly especially just the current like you know climate in the world people are increasingly looking for just connection and truth and just like something that rises above all of our differences so happy to be a small part in that (laughs) (laughs) a big part I look at your stuff you I was like checking out your stories before you came here and there were so many stories (laughs) guilty (laughs) is it just like this wasn't even like a busy I know that wasn't even such a busy past 24 I've been laying low (laughs) how do you do that like sometimes I when I'm living my life I just I want to forget my phone or I don't want to go on there like you know or how do you find that balance between like sharing and using your phone and being on all the time. Right. I know that you guys have like a really set boundary for your Sabbath, which I really yeah, admire. Definitely. But so how do you make that boundary? Cause like a lot of people see the drain of social media yeah. or being on, or like, how do you live your life in person yeah. if you're also like living it through a screen? Right. And I love your feed. Like you could see great dialogue or you give me like a million ideas for how to wear something different, or you guys are just like being kooky in yourselves mm-hmm. and it's just like fun to read. But how do you guys find balance with that? <laughs> Well, Working. as Vimy, the one who's uh, the social media queen, she can take this one. I don't know how she does it. It's not, well, it's definitely a work in progress, but I always tell people if it's not natural to you, don't do it. There's a lot of people who are like, oh my God, how do you story so much? And they like really like 
from a business level, they look up to it because it's like everybody really should be storing right. these days. Like it's just so beneficial. It's like, yeah, as a business, I'm saying not as just a regular person. <laughs> I have a lot to say about that now. <laughs> so it's something to me that just like came so naturally and like every like change Instagram makes and every update, like I just love using the different features and like I'm naturally an overshare or just a share. I shouldn't put it in such a negative light, but I love sharing. So all the more so when there's something exciting going on with our business or our day that I want to share and like it only gets you know there's you want to do it even more when you start seeing messages come in about like a little insight into your family or your business like help them make a decision or like change the way they think about something so I, I love that component but it's definitely a struggle I've become better at it it's interesting you mentioned storing because I've actually been storing like my kids less and around bedtime just like trying to have better like boundaries but it's definitely not easy I always feel that like itch you know so just trying to remind myself what it's all for. Like it's not worth it to be overstoring and totally attached to your phone for your business if something else is like, is getting, what's the word? Is taking the hit, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think Mushki's mastered, she's not the one who stories, but she's mastered the boundaries, I think a little. She's gonna say no, but <laughs> I know Mushki, like me, I'm always like around bedtime, I'm like texting her things. I'm like, okay, you can respond later. Like we have this, like, I know that she's a little bit better about putting her phone away. For me, when I put it away, it's like, wow, it's like miraculous. You know, it's like, it feels really good. And I give myself a lot of credit for it. And I try to get- She doesn't I, respond to a message right away. I'm like, what happened? So it's definitely just like, I think having kids, like it definitely reminds you to like prioritize. We were just talking about this in the car on the way here, like from my kid's perspective, of course I'm on my phone a lot, you know? So it's like, you want to change that because right. it's not, no matter what it's for or what, how much you justify what's for my business is for this. Like it's definitely become an addiction and like a little bit of like a itch, you know, yeah. and it's like your mind, my mind. And I love creating content. So if I see something beautiful or creative or funny that my kids are doing, like I'm always like, oh, I should story that, which is like... You got to temper that, you know? <laughs> well, I'd love to actually ask you selfishly, right? This is my, my podcast. Like, so I'm pregnant right now and I'm trying to figure out, like, I run two businesses. Like, I do not have very good boundaries a lot of the time with my work because it's so inspiring to me. I love it so yeah. much. Like, I just want to do it all the time. But I know that things are going to have to change for me. Like, I have a deadline when I have this baby. Life is just going to change. Like. I couldn't believe like that. So for people that are listening, both ladies have three kids and they have two new baby girls that they all, they were pregnant at the same time. Like when I heard that, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> how? <do> you- how? <laughs> Not only like, how do you do that? Cause that's a, I, I also have that question too, but like, I think you guys are so clear or good about like, you wrote in one of your posts, like, I don't, choose when to have kids based on like when it's good for my business or like I don't make those consultations with like a business partner like this is my family these are my choices like you're so good with your priorities like that how do you do that like how do you find that kind of balance for yourself and you know there's a lot of working moms or moms with dreams like that are listening to this podcast or even just people that aren't even moms yet and they still don't know how to like make priorities for themselves totally yeah, there's a lot of ways we can answer that. One is, I would say, just back to even like the God and meant to be element of our belief definitely helps us, you know, like let go to decisions. Be like, sometimes we're like, we actually don't know how it's going to work, but we know we're going to make it work and we're not going to stress too much about it. So that's one element of it that really helps. And yeah, I mean, obviously, like we having a partner and working together and just kind of making things work and feeling like, you know, we really prioritize family and you know just and that's not something you could push off right it's not something you could just be like oh yeah i'll do that in like 20 years or i'll fit it in here so for us it's kind of a priority and everybody has a million reasons why they are or aren't ready to have a kid at a certain point so whether it's you know just 
emotionally prepared, you know, physically being feeling up to it. And in your marriage, being ready for another child, you know, everyone has so many things that go into having a kid. We didn't want our business to be another thing that we had to consider when considering when we're ready to have a baby. Because then it's like, you're just kind of making it so complicated. When are you going to have another kid? Like, maybe it's good for the business, but you're actually just feeling like you don't want a baby right now. Are you going to do it then? Because that's obviously not good for your kid, you know? So we kind of just like... And this wasn't even a conversation. It's just kind of naturally just like yeah. kind of happened. We're just like, this is not a, whenever we get pregnant is none of each other's business. Yeah. And we're just going to work it out because I'm going to get pregnant with my husband whenever that works out for me for many, many reasons. Mm. And going to get pregnant whenever it works out for her for many reasons. And we just believe that we're just going to make it work. Yeah. And you know what? Since we had our girls, even though it was definitely tougher to get out in the morning and balance things and on less sleep, our business has grown insanely like doubled in the past, you know, since we've had our kids and it has in the past, you know, five years of running our business. So we really just believe that like blessings bring blessings and a baby is a blessing. And as long as we want it and are ready for it and it fits in with our life, it's going to fit in with our work. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, this might be controversial and I know many women wouldn't relate to this, but definitely for me and Mushki, our sense of selves are very much tied into our family and our kids. So for us, our business could be booming, but if we were impatient or yelled at our kids that day, that's what we're losing sleep about at night. You know, like if our business is crumbling, like that's something we could deal with and like change and work on and like, you know, but at the end of the day, if your kids are suffering because of something or you're not attentive to them or your fan, yeah, that'll, that's something that'll last forever and something that we take much more like personally, you know? So we've made it that we have, to, you have to prioritize. We've seen that emotionally we're already prioritizing that. So it makes sense to put most of our like, you know, energy into making sure that that's like same. Does is it always working? No, there's yes. always failures and everything, you know? And it's, I think it's always a struggle for a working mom, you know, like it's just some days or some weeks, it feels like, oh wow, this balance is going really well. I'm like yeah. taking care of my kids and I'm rocking it at work. And some weeks I'm just like, I cannot do this anymore. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm so overly spent at work and my kids are suffering and I'm stressed out. And I'm just like, how do you know, like, yeah. so it's kind of just that balance of trying to be like, okay, what do I need to do to like make sure that like, you know, home is working and work is working. And that's something that's really great about our relationship and friendship and family. Marriage. You, know? you can say marriage. <laughs> you know, that like, well, we tell each other, like I, you know, even Mimi recently, like it was like, we cannot do launches at night anymore because I'm like, I can't do it at bedtime. Like, and just, we're just like, okay, even though it may be better for our business, no problem. Yeah, better we for can't our customers. Do it. We can't do it because we're not going to try and, to drive ourselves crazy, she means you know, like putting new products online. Yeah, it's always a exactly. big. Yeah. There's a lot going the on. Whole in night that. we're just busy responding with to things and posting it and sending the email and it's like that's you, we like to do it around what's bedtime in New York, and it just was. It's not bedtime for kids. Not for bedtime for kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do you sleep? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, or you just a little bit after yeah. bedtime when we want to be like relaxing or catching yeah. up with our husbands or. So I think about also us respecting each other's needs and yeah. like not questioning it, like being like, Trusting. are you sure? Like if someone says something like my family or like I need a personal day or any of this, there's no questioning of that because we get how important that yeah. is. Where it's like, oh, seriously, like you're gonna take off today for personal? Like we have to do this. Yeah. Like no, we both take it super seriously. Yeah. So if someone says they need space or a break or yeah. they can't do it, we're like, okay, figure it out. And another thing I would say is also, this is your first, right? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> in some ways you think, oh, people, like the more kids you have, the harder it gets. But in, in other ways, it actually gets easier because first of all, you're more experienced. You're not going from zero to one. You're going, you're adding on to what you already have and you have more resources. We both have help at home. You know, it's never ever enough. And we always, we're still always cooking, cleaning and, you know, but we have cleaning help and you just, 
you learn how to manage your time a lot better. It becomes smoother, I would say. And also in terms of like having kids and running a business, Mushki and I always say like you work smarter when you have kids because when that baby's napping or when, you know, like you use your time more wisely and time is more precious. So you can't just push it off to another hour or like, you know, we work smarter and we've never worked a full day since starting our business, like hardly, like maybe a photo shoot one time we got babies. Like really, we always pick up our kids from school and end our day around 2.30 max, three. So we've built our business and things are going pretty well with having those strict boundaries and because we're more productive in the time that we have. So. And in a way, it would probably be easier if we had someone picking up our kids because we'd be able to just like, you know, be at work, not trying to cram things in or not as much on our phones when we're with our kids. It would feel a little less guilty in a certain yeah. sense, but also we want to be raising our kids. You know, we want to be there when they get off, you know, the bus or when they're picking up yeah. for them from school. You know, that was a huge priority for us because, you know, time just passes so quickly. Not to say that you know, there's not a balance and sometimes we do it and everything, yeah. but like, you know, our kids go to bed, you know, early-ish and then, you know, you, when you calculate the amount of hours when they get picked out of school till they're going to bed, you're like, we need yeah. to be there. And also, you know? I also just want to put this in there that it's totally fine and I even relate to and I have some days like this, women who decide to, to work a full day, run their own business and just have or their kids. Have a choice. Either way you cut it, a woman with kids, she's still seeing her kids. Like, people who guilt women who, like, decide that they do want to put in a full day or they have nannies with their kids, like, that's amazing. Like, you do whatever is going to be best for your family. And I definitely personally struggle with that. Like, there are some days where I just feel like, like, I'd rather be in the office doing something accomplished, even if, like, we took a day off or, like, you know, there's definitely something very tempting about just, like, you were saying, like, you love, your, you're so inspired by your own business. It's like, Sometimes that's just easier and feels better and you get better feedback than spending the day with your kids, you know? So there's definitely sure, truth no, to that. It's way easier. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think what I really hear you talking a lot about is partnership and this feeling of not having to go it alone and like knowing, you know, we use a phrase like ask for help. It's not only asking for help, it's like using that phrase. It's like, you know, how do I make sure I have the right resources? Like, how do I make sure I'm working with people that like get me and support me and compliment like what I'm good at? Like, how do I make sure that like I can ask for the space that I need and I have like a team that supports me and that whether it's like a business team or like in your personal life too. I think a lot of entrepreneurs or, you know, I work with a lot of healers in one of my businesses and even like a lot of the women that I'm coaching and that are in my groups, like they can get really isolated like in their struggle and they feel like they have to take care of everything mm -hmm. by themselves. And then when they like do a process with me or when they do a group, the first thing that they get to relax is like, oh, I don't have to mm -hmm. do this alone or it's not just me. And there's a way that they can de-isolate themselves. So I'm really, what I'm seeing and what you're talking about is a way that you're not taking everything on your shoulders, like that you created a life and a business and like a way of living that there's a lot of support for yeah. you there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's a, day-to-day -day struggle in maintaining that and especially once you have kids there's like all that mom guilt in your head and like you know like you were talking about like phone life balance and it's like that's a whole separate thing before you have kids when you have kids <laughs> there's like that guilt with it too like when you're on your phone around your kids the kids know they know like that's the time to act out that just, <laughs> it's just the time like mommy's on her like it's just stressful like anytime around my phone like kids it's like it's so hard to balance phones and kids and that becomes a bigger balance because it's not about you being like okay I'm choosing this you're like kind of the second you pick up your kids you're kind of have to have some sort of less phone usage yeah. so it's definitely like as much as I think we you know thank God we're blessed with just so much and you know like and a support system I think that 
you know, just along the lines of what you're saying, it's silly to think that anyone ever like gets there, yeah. right? That you like get there yes. and you have your system and like things are like, it's just a constant, like everyday learning and growing me like, okay, I'm super stressed. What's not working? Yeah. What do I need to change? You know, but yeah, it's really great. It's and also you were, you were speaking before a little bit about like, you know, having like, we have Shabbat once a week where yeah. like, we put our phones away Friday at sundown until Saturday at sunset. And it's like, as I get older and have more kids and have a busier life. I just like love it even more, even though there's some hard parts about it, but like it's just when I look at our society and the phones and TV, the TV my kids watch and just running from here to there and the busyness, I like get so much comfort in knowing and actually on that day that there's one day where like things just like relax. Like mm-hmm. the kids aren't waking up seeing like mom and dad right away look at their phones. They're not like, seeing, there's no noise from TV. They just know, they don't even ask to watch TV because yeah. they know it's just like not gonna happen. Whereas every other day it's like, what well, can I watch and this? And I'm like, okay, great, because I have to take a phone call. So you watch this and everything's just kind of running around. And like we have one day where you just kind of get to just like shut it off and you don't have a choice. I mean, you have a choice, but I'm saying like for us, it's just like something we decided to do. And so we don't question, oh, this week should we, you know, keep Shabbat or this, you know, it's just something that just happens every week. And it really, I think, is super super grounding as things get more just technology integrated and everything you can't even like go anywhere without being like with a touch screen on something it's like a way to like detox from that like once a week and it's like we find it to be like really healthy um, with our kids and our spouses and each other just like sitting down at a dinner looking at each other not being like oh let me snap a picture even though sometimes i'm like oh my god you're dressed so cute and i want a picture but you're like no like it's just not an option and there's like a breather from that yeah, I love that because most people can make the excuse like, I don't even have five minutes to like unplug. And you guys are like, oh, yeah. no, we have 24 yeah. hours. There's like a quote, I think it's from the Dalai Lama that like, you should meditate every day for 60 minutes. And if you don't have time to do that, well then you should meditate every day for five hours, yeah. <laughs> right? Like if you That's don't great. think that yeah. you have time for that, like then you need to right. do it, you yeah. need that even more. Yeah. So it's interesting though what you were saying about like the companionship aspect though is like I don't even think Mushki and I realized how much we benefit from like each other's feedback, validation, even just like a listening ear. Like because we are family, right? We're not only close friends but family who run a business together. It's like we can't can't ever really escape the fact that if something we're going through something or something's on our mind, like we're gonna talk to each other about it, you know, and like we work with our own like therapist and sounding even just on the way in the car here, we were both talking about just like just the kids and you know all the stuff we're talking about right now we were already kind of getting into it just because stuff going on but you know it's like I can't imagine having to show up to work show up to her office with all the stuff that's happened the morning and the night prior and everything and just like life without having somebody just like a soundboard just being able to just be honest that you like feel bad about something happened with the kids or with your husband or like just like being able to have that honest open communication with another woman like just keeps like a sense of like health you know not that we always have to like talk about it or vent but like when we do need to the fact that we have that like almost like intrinsic in our business is so healthy and i would definitely like women who are running their own business by themselves i would definitely encourage them whether it's a therapist or just another sounding board that's like intrinsic in their life you know because it's all meshed it's all you know one big like entity like how our days go and how it relates to just life and kids and being yeah busy. it's like you do such a good job of that in like the communication around your business it's not like compartmentalizing and that's yeah, what to. women learn how to do yeah. right is like 
oh, there's not the space for me to be emotional now. Like I need to pull that back or like I'm a businesswoman now, so I'm not going to talk about these things. And I think you guys are a great example of like, no, we're all, it's all one thing actually. (laughs) Like it's all happening at the same time. It's that's how life is for everybody. Cool. Well, I really want to honor that you guys took an idea and an inspiration from a need that you saw and something that was really fulfilling for yourselves and turned it into something that is so enriching and nourishing and and awesome for a community that you couldn't even see that you would be growing this community so much. So is there any last things that you'd like to share any words of inspiration or ideas to anyone else that has an idea or like has a deep desire inside themselves for something they see that like would even make their lives so much better and how it could impact others that they don't even realize if they would just go for it (laughs) any wise words (laughs) i'm looking at her and she turns to me that's so beautiful right like i'm watching these two women just like really look at each other here and that's beautiful yeah it is beautiful I would say a lot of just what we touched on is just like listening, keeping like your heart open, your mind open, not pushing anything, not fighting. Obviously, women in general, we need to fight for so much already. But like if you have an idea and you're like, you know, don't question yourself, just like start, jump into it, listen to the voices around, like not, you know, the positive voices around you and go with what's natural. I think we've been very lucky in terms of things that have worked out for us. Like I joke that Saja, my brother married Mushki for me. Like, yeah, they're a great couple, but like it obviously <laughs> happened for like me and Maxi to like start and take over. So we've been very lucky, but yeah, Mushk. Yeah, I think just, you know, start small, you know, don't try and do anything too epic at one time where I think that's where people get like overwhelmed. Like, oh no, I can't like reach that. Where it's like everything, if you just look at it like a little steps at a time, then you're just like, okay, what's the first step? And then do the second step and the third step. And then you can decide if you want to do the fourth and step. The you don't even have to know if you want to do you. it. It's they kind yeah. of just happen and you follow it as opposed to you pushing for the next move. You know, it's like all of a sudden it became so obvious we need to hire. Like it wasn't even like, oh, should we hire? Are we ready? It was like doing it, taking it day by day, taking it day by day. Boom, we need to hire. Okay, we hired. Next step. Like, let's, you know, keeping open to the changes. And It sounds like really walking a path. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you, thank ladies. You for for, yes, thank you so much for being here. And to everyone that's listening, you can find Mimu Maxi all over the internet. You can just Google them, but I will put up the links, of course, in the show page. Thank you both so much for Thanks taking so much. time out of your busy schedule to be here. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much to our guests, Mimi and Mushki, and to everyone for tuning in. If this episode taught you something or inspired you in some way, please, please, please leave a rating and a quick and easy review. And of course, share it with someone you love that wants to be inspired. We'll see you next time where I'll be talking to another incredible woman who is doing her damn thing because, well, if you don't do you, then who will? Stay blessed, y'all. Keep it in the style, pattern customized. Pen, another phrase about the wise. A painted chapter of the life. Keep it in the style, pattern customized. Another phrase about the wise, a painted chapter of the life.